I'm John Woodward, and it's Friday the 19th of January, 2024. Welcome to the 7-Minute Briefing Podcast, your monthly roundup of news from the Middle East and North Africa, brought to you by Sat7. The Middle East and North Africa begins a new year dominated by the war in Gaza and an underreported conflict in Sudan. The Gaza Strip has been devastated by over a hundred days of war with Israel. A displaced and starving population has been squeezed into ever smaller pockets of land, while fighting between Hamas and Israeli forces intensifies. Israel responded to the 7th of October terror attack by Hamas by vowing to destroy the military and political wings of Hamas and to free Israeli hostages. But the scale of Israel's aerial bombardments has claimed at least 24,000 lives, the majority of them women and children. Over 60,000 Gazans have been injured and nearly 85% of the population is displaced. The level of destruction of housing and infrastructure has led UN humanitarian chief Martin Griffiths to call the enclave uninhabitable, and there are warnings of famine and the spread of disease. Many of Gaza's small Christian community have voiced concerns that it could disappear. Numbers were already down from 3,500 at the start of the century to less than 1,000, and Lutheran pastor Mitri Raheb estimated that 3% have been killed since the start of the war. The US is engaged in efforts to de-escalate tensions between Israel and neighbouring countries. Last week, Secretary of State Antony Blinken made diplomatic visits to Israel and the wider region. However, strikes in Lebanon on Hezbollah figures may threaten these ambitions. One positive development has been a statement from Lebanon's caretaker prime minister that the country is willing to start negotiations with Israel to achieve long-term stability on its southern border. Despite a ceasefire since 2006, Israel and Lebanon are still technically at war. Spillover from the war is also affecting the important Red Sea shipping route through the Suez Canal. Iran-backed Houthi rebels from Yemen have mounted drone and missile attacks on shipping they claim is linked to Israel. Last Thursday, US and UK naval forces replied to attacks on their warships with missile strikes on 12 Houthi sites in what UK Prime Minister Sunak described as limited, necessary and proportionate action in self-defence. Christians in the Holy Land celebrated Christmas this year without any festive trappings. The Evangelical Lutheran Church of Bethlehem drew international media attention when it placed Jesus under a pile of rubble rather than a manger. Sat7's Arabic channel interviewed Reverend Munta Isaac, the pastor of the church, on one of its special Christmas programmes, as well as broadcasting a live midnight service from Bethlehem. Moving to Sudan, nine months of war between the army and paramilitary rapid support forces continues to displace hundreds of thousands, adding to seven million who have already fled their homes. The fierce struggle between the Sudanese army and the RSF continues as both parties resist international calls for a negotiated peace. In the capital of Khartoum, the army intensified its aerial bombardment of areas where the RSF is embedded and reclaimed control over some districts of neighbouring Umdaman. The RSF, however, now controls four of the five states in the Darfur region, where it has been accused of the ethnic cleansing of African Marsalic civilians. This has led to former rebel movements that made peace with the government in 2017 to join forces with the army. 
Of special concern was the RSF takeover of the city in Wadmadani, central Gazira state, in December. Located 120 miles south of the capital, this had been a safe haven for 500,000 displaced civilians and a hub for international aid. Around 250,000 civilians are reported to have fled again, with local volunteers helping them to evacuate them to currently safe areas. Some positive news came from Armenia and Azerbaijan last month. After 30 years of conflict and border disputes, the two nations have recently engaged in peace talks and have exchanged drafts of a potential agreement. In Egypt, President Sisi won a third term in December's elections, taking almost 90% of the vote. His only serious challenger withdrew from the race citing intimidation and violence against his supporters. Despite a weak economy burdened with foreign debt, plans have been announced to double the size of the new capital Egypt has been building 28 miles east of Cairo to accommodate the country's fast-growing population and boost the economy. In church news, the Anglican Church announced the launch of a new international church in the Red Sea Tourist Resort of Haggadah. Full freedom of religion and belief continues to be denied in much of the region, however. In Iran, authorities once again use the Christmas season as an opportunity to raid and arrest Christian believers. The charity Askalatin, dedicated to the protection and promotion of religious freedom in Iran, reports that four Christians, including an Afghan refugee, were arrested in Shahira, west of Tehran, another at his home on Christmas Eve in Dezfal, western Iran, and three others in Avaz and Ize. And in Algeria, where most Protestant churches have been forcibly closed in the last six years, a pioneering pastor and vice president of the Protestant Church of Algeria has been sentenced in absentia to two years in prison. Reverend Youssef Oramane was charged with holding unauthorised worship in an unauthorised building. However, there is reason to hope. Since 2008, the Algerian church has grown from 10,000 to 200,000 believers, known as the Kabbali Revival. SAT7 continues to support this movement through faith-filled programming in the local Kabali language and Algerian dialect of Arabic. Thank you for listening to the 7-Minute Briefing Podcast from SAT7. To stay up to date with the latest news and monthly updates, sign up at sat7uk.org.